those who entered the barn felt their skin tingle. Ever and I'm a nice folk simply became used to it. Only Casey and Lacey knew the barn's secret. It all began one year earlier, when a wandering field worker stopped at the barn. He came down the road between the herb fields, leading a donkey that had pulled a small two-wheel wagon, whose contents were covered by a red canvas tarpaulin. He came to a halt in the front yard, walked up on the porch, and knocked on the door. Floopy came running across the porch, barking in a deep, melodious tone like a foghorn. Suddenly, he stopped and walked up to the stranger, sat on his haunches, tilted his head quizzically, and stared as a friendly hand stroked him between the ears. "'Most strange,' said Mr. Nice Folk, who opened the front door and peered out. "'That dog has never taken to a stranger.' "'I have a way with animals,' said the stranger softly. "'What can I do for you, friend?' asked Mr. Nice Folk. Well, "'I'll help around the farm and work in the field if you can use a good hand.' Mr. Nice Folk shook his head. "'Sorry, I can't afford to pay a hired hand. Times are hard, and I have too little acreage to make a profit. "'I won't charge you. I'll work for free, except for food and a place to sleep.' Now, ever nice folk was a man who took pride in tending the farm with just his wife and children, but it was an offer he could not refuse, especially since the herbs were due to be harvested in a few days, and he needed every cent to feed his family. He was also two months behind on the mortgage on the farm, and was afraid the bank might take his hard-work land away, land that had belonged to his family for four generations. "'Take him on,' said I'm a nice folk, studying the stranger's body that was as skinny and gaunt as the trunk on a tall palm tree. He doesn't look like he'll eat much. An extra pair of hands would be welcome, thought Mr. Nice Folk. A kindly man, he took pity on the stranger, who looked as if he hadn't eaten since last Valentine's Day. The stranger was unlike any man the twins had ever seen— he was tall, a foot taller than their father, and his rough hands with long, bony fingers hung down nearly to his knees. He was as quick in his movements as ever nice folk was slow. His head turned from side to side, whipping his long, gray beard back and forth like a child's swing. But his black eyes stared straight ahead with the intensity of a pair of headlights on a car. To Lacey and Casey, he looked like an unstuffed scarecrow. His appearance wasn't the only thing the nice folks found unusual about the curious stranger. His donkey was as white as one of Mrs. Nice Folk's bedsheets, and the cart the animal was hitched to had been painted a gleaming gold. When asked his name, the stranger replied, I'm called Suko Sukop. "'That's an odd name,' said ever nice folk. "'It's the only one I got,' answered Sukop. "'You can take your meals with me and the family, "'but you'll have to sleep in the barn. "'And mind you, don't light any lanterns or candles. "'I don't want my barn burned down.' "'Sukop stared at the stone walls and shook his head. "'Not much chance of that.' "'Ever nice folk nodded toward the wagon.' 
I'll give you room and board to bring the herbs to the barn with your wagon and mule. Sukop smiled and patted the donkey. Hear that, Mr. Periwinkle? These good folks are going to pay us to bring in their crops from the field. Mr. Periwinkle lifted his head and brayed. Then, without another word, Sukop set out for the barn, followed by Floopy, who had taken an obvious liking to him, and Mr. Periwinkle, who pulled the cart. Lacey laughed and said, "'Didn't any of you recognize his name?' "'It's dumb, that's all I know,' said Casey, watching Sukop until he disappeared through the big barn door. "'He's nobody I ever heard of around these parts,' Mr. Nice Folk said, shrugging. "'Suko Sukop is Hocus Pocus spelled backward,' Lacey said triumphantly, having outthought the rest of her family. Mrs. Nice Folk straightened her apron 